0: Alright, hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Geek Remix Podcast. I am Stacy, And I'm Mari. So, Mari, I thought that for starters you could tell us about your vacation that you went on.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't want to say anything while I was there because I didn't want people to just show up. (laughs) Hey, what's up? What are you doing
0: here? (laughs) Who are you? What are you doing here?
1: Uh, I stayed in a... uh, cabin that was in a tree a tree house it was really cool yeah yeah it it had a toilet and a shower and a sink and like a little stovetop it was in a tree house you know those like tiny houses that you see that's like super in right now because i don't know why i realized this the other day where everyone's like yeah tiny houses are the way to go it's the new thing and it's always like some like really nice-looking, like, not, like, rich couple, but they're trying to make it sound cool, and I was like, how come this seems, like, super fancy and everyone's making this sound fancy when... And then, like, people treat people who live in trailers like they're garbage. That's what I realized. I was like... Yeah. these This is, like... I guess it's just the way that people, quote-unquote, market it, but I'm like, this is way smaller and worse than a trailer and a trailers can be really really nice so well the i think part of the at least part of the appeal behind
0: tiny houses is also that when they're built when they're newly built they are usually energy self-sufficient
1: yeah so but
0: that's definitely different from a trailer in that aspect i'm not saying that like that means that trailers are bad i'm just saying that that's like part of the marketing appeal that goes into it so i think people that's how people part of how people convince themselves that like oh no
1: this is like better you know better than better than a trailer yeah and i'm like you know trailer houses can be really nice so yeah um and i don't and think tra- it's
0: necessarily that people like think the trailer itself is bad it's usually like part of the whole like pe- there's like a the whole stigma around it that goes yeah, like more definitely. than that you know like people have like a stigma around you know people that have people that live in trailer parks because they have like less money and like all that stuff there's like you know a whole There's
1: there are trailer parks that look really nice. Oh yeah. And I mean it's and there's like trailer parks that like Or buy, like, on a beach and stuff. And I'm like, maybe people chose to be in the trailer park by the beach because it's cheaper and they get to be by the beach. Well, because it's
0: cheaper and it's also, like, if you don't have to live off of a ton of resources, like, you can also, depending on the trailer home, like, you could also just, like, hitch it up and leave if you wanted to. Yeah. You know? If you felt like, you know, moving... If you felt like living in a trailer park up north for the winter, I mean for the summer, and then like going south in the winter, you can do that. You can just take your house with you.
1: Yeah, and if you just, or if you just want to like not spend as much money on bills, or if you're somebody who's like always outside, yeah, you know. Anyway, I'm just saying. Anyway, so it was basically a tiny house that was in a tree. So if you guys want to know what a tiny house is, just like look it up on YouTube and there'll be like a million videos of people being like, I just I love being in a tiny house because of this and this. Anyway and my boyfriend's been like, oh yeah, I really want to live in a tiny house. I was like, that would never happen. You guys
0: would kill each other.
1: No, yeah. I mean, we got along just fine in the tiny house, but I was like sitting there like, no. but Because I had to like get on a ladder and like climb up to to the loft to get in bed and It was just, like, a lot of moving around. But it was a fun thing to do because we were in a tree. So that was cool. It was, like, suspended between two trees.
0: Yeah. I feel like, see, I feel like you guys value your alone time and your separate space too much to live in a tiny house.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, you, you and your husband, like, you guys love just to like be together because you'll be like, oh, yeah, he's out of town. So I need to hang out with someone. I'm like, oh, what? No, just be by yourself. Well, lay in bed." no, because, well, what
0: usually happens is we're sitting on like opposite ends of the couch, like each doing our own thing. But like together, I saw a really good comic, actually, that summed it up really well. It was like being being in a relationship just means that you're alone with somebody else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great. And it shows,
0: like, two people, like, one of them's, like, playing games and the other one's, like, on an iPad, but they're, like, together on the couch, and so that way it's okay. I love being alone. It's the best. See, I just, like, I need to be able to, like, talk to people, otherwise I feel, I don't know, it makes me just, like, feel like I'm not
1: real. Well, you are a figment of my imagination, so.
0: (laughs) It just, like... If I don't, like, talk to a person, like, in person, it makes me feel like I'm somehow imaginary. Like, I have, a, like, a SOMA moment where I'm like, I'm not a real person. I'm just, like, a figment of my imagination. None of this is real.
1: Well, now that Stacy's instilled that fear inside of me, I'm going to feel obligated to talk, talk to people. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Validate my existence. Please. So... But it was in the middle of the – well, it wasn't in the middle of the woods. turns out it was, like, near some other cabins. But, like, nobody was there except for, like, these weirdos who pointed their chairs at us while we were doing stuff. And I was like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) But uh, we made – what did we do? Oh, we we made a fire from scratch by using, like, a flint and stuff. And we cooked food in the fire. And uh, then it rained. And then I twisted my ankle – So, basically, on our vacations, we like to make our vacation really, really cheap, as cheap as possible, Mm -hmm. and we also like to suffer, so then when we come home, we're like, Oh, God, I'm home! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) We like to make it as miserable as possible, but, like, still fun, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we have any news? Stacy gets all the news. What's the news? Yes.
0: Uh, Hold on. One thing I want to talk about first, though. So I, my gym the other day held like uh, a, <laughs> you're going to laugh, but it was really fun. They did like a dance party where they taught, we listened to like 90s boy bands and they taught you like the choreographed dance moves. Uh-huh. Like, and so you did, like, all of the choreographed moves
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, like, but it was, like, an aerobic workout. It was uh. really fun. So you learned, you you did, like, all, like, the moves from, like, Backstreet Boys videos and, like, sync videos and stuff. So you did Jazzercise. Uh, I've never done Jazzercise or, like, Zumba or anything. Mm-hmm. It was really just, like, it was really just, like, dancing around. Is that what, that's what it was. Jazzercise. What is Jazzercise?
1: I don't know. It's like... I thought that weird. that was
0: just like, not like a choreographed routine. I thought that that was just single moves.
1: I don't know. I don't know anything. I know that you put on a tracksuit that's way too big.
0: Oh, yeah. No tra- and, no tracksuit for me, thank you. Your oh. hair
1: is very, very styled, like huge. Your hair is gigantic. I
0: have a pair of... They're, one of my gym outfits, like with the leggings... And everything, it makes me look like Commander Shepard, because they have the same kind of, like, blocking, like, color blocking on them. And they're in, like, the N7 colors. Perfect. Yeah.
1: You know, you, there's actual N7 leggings you can get, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I've been looking at them, but then I found, like, the, like those other ones that are actually, like, meant for physical activity.
1: When they came out with the Tally and Garris hoodies, I was, like... Okay, so you made the tally hoodie for women and the garras hoodie for men like you guys mixed that up bad. Like you miss you guys clearly don't know the the what fandom. You're talk- yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure guys would love to wear a tally hoodie because gamer guys yeah. don't give a shit. And, and then like girls want to wear the Gareth hoodie like well of course duh.
0: you want to wear your boyfriend's you, hoodie you want to be your you want to wear your boyfriend's skin isn't that what
1: everybody wants to do well if you're let's be real if if you're into video games you're a weirdo like yeah. there's always that one guy who's like that's weird i'm like and everyone else is like yeah, yeah. but we're all we're all here it's yeah <laughs> like
0: just there's plenty of room in the trash can climb on in
1: yeah we know we know it's garbage, yeah, okay, calm down.
0: I think it's funny when people try to act like they're like better than everybody else in the fandom, and it's like, no, okay, you're not. we're all you're here,
1: you know, oh, oh my God, I have to keep resisting reading fan fiction for Red Queen, oh. You know, I there's one of the characters that I <clears throat> what? Sorry, I was coughing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like there's one of the characters that I have a huge crush on, and like there's something that happens where oh yeah, I shouldn't have a
1: crush on them anymore. But, the whole <laughs> but it time actually I w- made me like them more. <laughs> no, the whole time I was sitting there like, girl, this guy, stop, no, bad news. Yeah, the whole time, because it's like, girl no no
0: okay we can't talk about it anymore because i don't want to like
1: but then okay let me just say no 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 you are the worst no i'm not gonna okay it's gonna go in obvious directions and then at the end i was like aroused and i was like i shouldn't be aroused but i'm aroused (laughs) and then i was like don't read fan fiction of this don't read (laughs) fan fiction of this (laughs) don't do it (laughs) don't do it
0: (laughs) I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, anyways, if you guys missed it, we talked about that book last week. It's called Red Queen. It's by Victoria Aveyard, and it is really good.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a Citizen Kane, but it's like... Okay. It gives you what you need. You
0: know what? Like, when I say that things are really good, I don't look at something as... I don't, like, I don't look at movies and I'm like, could that win an Oscar? And that's, like, what's a good movie to me? Something that's good is, is it enjoyable? Yeah. Did I get something out of it that I was looking for? If so, then it's good to
1: me. Things I look for in books. Is she a secret princess? And is she leading a rebel army? I mean, and everyone's like, "That's so stereotypical." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a stereotype because it's awesome, and there should be more. There should be more than there already is. It should never end. There should be just." I just, <laughs> but, you know, I don't think it's so like it's
0: like when you en- when people enjoy like shitty movies, and you know, you can enjoy something for the garbage that it is. Like it's okay, you know. Yeah. I don't really...
1: Oh, uh, sorry to put the Audible in so quickly, but I, I got to talk about this book. Oh,
0: yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, Mostly because I just want to talk about it. It's called Throne of Glass. It's a series, and it's by Sarah J. M-A-A-S, and it's, if like, Zevron from Dragon Age Origins was a woman in the main character so she's an assassin and she's been trained since she was like eight years old oh this looks good and then like this is all before the book even starts so i'm just telling you guys like how could you not want to read
0: these with these covers
1: are you looking at the covers i'm looking
0: at them right now and it's like just this like badass woman with white, long flowing white hair and like swords and
1: daggers and shit. daggers and shit. So this is all before the book even starts, but she was an assassin and like a year ago she got caught doing something. She got like sold out by somebody. Oh, been sold out. Oh she, no. She was known for like killing all like the high profile people mm-hmm. because people were hiring her to do it. And uh, Then she got put into this slave camp because in, in the kingdom that she's in, there's slaves. And so the, she gets sentenced, and most people die within a month or two, but she survived because she's fucking Because back. she's a hard bitch. And so then, you know, very first chapter, the prince comes, and he's, like, hot and shit, and she's like, what's up? I've been a slave for a year, and I'm still sassy as fuck. <laughs> like... <laughs> And he's like, I want you to compete in this tournament that will decide who's going to be the king's champion, blah, blah, blah. And he picks her to be his candidate. And there's like a whole bunch of intrigue. And one of the things I really like about this series is usually they really focus on like the love interest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they do. They focus on it like a lot to the point where I'm like, all right, can we move on? But they also have a strong female friendship, which I really like.
0: I feel like that's rare.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, at first when I started, first started, start like their first conversation, I was like, ooh, like raising my eyebrows. And I was like, oh, no, this is like a solid like friendship, mm-hmm. you know. And everyone told me that, you know, there's sex in these books. I haven't found it yet, but I swear to God, there better be some.
0: Are they? I thought these books were young adults.
1: People say people fuck in it, so that's what I was promised. Probably not for a long time, because each book is, like, a month long, so. Ah. Oh,
0: there's like... a few non-descriptive sex scenes.
1: Oh. Is that what it says? Yeah. I have yet to find it. It's pretty cool, like, in the second book, there's, like, a uh, a male, male uh, escort... Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a lot of injustices in the kingdom, but she kind of doesn't care, but she does care, if that makes sense.
0: Maybe. I'm, like...
1: She's kind of vapid, is what I will say, but in this way where she actually does care, but at the same time she's, like, I've paid my dues. I'm kind of done. I will kill... You know how usually the main character of a story is, like, I can't believe I killed this person, like...
0: You need to, uh... like, let other people read the book.
1: <laughs> I just want people to know what they're getting in for because I read a bunch of reviews and I was really hesitant because everyone was calling her really vapid and shallow and vapid? Blah, blah blah blah, vapid and shallow and yeah. blah 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 blah, and I was like, you know what, I'll give it a chance. And she was vap- vapid and shallow in an awesome way, so
0: it was yeah. Great. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, if you it, it's on Audible, so if you guys want to check it out. You can use our link because they sponsor us. And it's audibletrial.com slash remix And you can check it out for free. So in news... Alright, so Nokia's $60,000 Ozo virtual reality camera starts shipping. And you can actually rent it. So The what? A, a virtual reality camera. So what it is, is it's like a sphere... I don't know. If, I don't know if you've ever seen like these things, but basically, it's like a sphere on a pole. It looks kind of like a mace with mm-hmm. a bunch of cameras, like eight cameras and microphones, like all inside the sphere,
1: uh-huh.
0: so that it can capture sound and video coming from every direction. Cool. And so, you could foreseeably, you know, hold it like and carry it throughout wherever you want to record and record in virtual reality and the fact that people can rent it means that this could open the field to people who can't afford to buy a sixty
1: thousand dollar camera for some reason and i and i do know why all i can imagine is somebody standing there with their sphere camera like and then somebody like spreading their ass cheeks in front of it i don't know why but like what would be the point of that how would that... Uh, there's a lot of points for that. No, but,
0: like, how would that be better than, like, like a 2D...
1: Okay, so four people in all directions with their butts. Yeah. I just know something... There it's you go, because
0: like, then you can, like, look around at other things, you know? You gotta, other like... butts. Yeah.
1: I just... For some reason, I don't know why... I just, I'm like, this seems like a bad idea. Like, not a bad idea, but just, like, we're going to go down dark paths. Yeah. We're going to some dark things.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I can't really think of what people could do with virtual reality that would be worse than what we already have.
1: I'm not, that's not, so anyway, it was a joke. Or
0: just, like, time, you know, that people will get lost in it. I feel like. You know, I. You can't wait until we get lost in virtual.
1: You're waiting for the day.
0: No, I know. Stacey. I've tried the virtual reality stuff. I haven't seen anything that made me think, like, oh, this looks viable. Did
1: you do the phone virtual reality or the actual virtual reality?
0: No, the phone. No. But, like, so I get really nervous when I can't see, like, peripheral vision. Like, so the idea of having, like, my head in a thing. Like, I'm just thinking of how I feel when I have, like, a scuba mask on and it, like, freaks me out and I don't like it.
1: Have you seen videos of the people in the virtual reality rooms? No. Oh, my God. I mean, People forget they're in virtual reality. They forget.
0: See, I feel like it would be so cool if you could do, like, if you had everything. If you had, like, haptic gloves. If you had, like, the treadmill. They do have that. I know, but I'm not going to have that.
1: No, no, no. So, no. I uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen these, but like, it's a room. It's an eleven by eleven room. I know you it exists.
0: I know it exists. But
1: have you seen what people do when when they're like filming them in the room? No,
0: I. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying I am never going to have that experience. So what's so? Why would I be interested?
1: You could come over to my house.
0: You're gonna have the. You're gonna have virtual reality room. <laughs>
1: I mean, I have I have room that we could set it up in, and I'm where sure Raphael would totally be down for it. But I'm like, I you know I'm that means like you'd this...
0: have to clean, right?
1: Yeah, I would.
0: Oh yeah, all right.
1: Stacy gives me shit. For you the let me know that how that goes. The things I did when we lived together, and I never give her shit for any of the things that she did.
0: You let me know how that goes, trying to clear off an 11 by 11 patch of carpet somewhere in your house.
1: I'll just tell Raphael to clean up his stupid clothes room. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't have any room in this house. And I'm like, you have an entire room. room to do with, your... to do whatever you want
0: with, I know.
1: And then you, what you chose to do is just throw your clothes all over it. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's I just know. not my room. And I'm like, it's clearly your room. It's to the brim with your stuff
0: yeah i know <laughs> i mean how much i wonder how much those um three what are they so what do they call them like every direction treadmill what is those look
1: stupid as fuck i'm wh- sorry but like dumb. what's the
0: point of having virtual reality if you can't have something like that if you can't walk in every direction because then you, you're con- you're confined to like a square you know
1: I'm sure that there will be a treadmill like in the movie Gamer, where it actually makes sense. But the one that you see right now, they're like, "Yeah, you can go in any direction," and the and people are like falling over, and sh- it's not really a treadmill. It's they put plastic slips on your feet, and you kind of fall everywhere, and you're got like a thing up your butt.
0: Yeah, like it
1: doesn't. It's not good looking. It's like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's great," but they they're clearly like falling, mm-hmm. and they can't do it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is
0: the type of thing that it's going to take a while for me to be interested in it until um until the technology has like caught up, you know.
1: I want to you know be cool is This is like asking go somebody somewhere what? and like, you know, buy a ticket and then they'll like let you be in their room for an hour and you play something. That would be yeah that would be something useful. yeah
0: I mean I feel like it would be cool I just feel like it's not like it's not worth it to me until all the parts are that are there you know like I've tried the virtual reality stuff with a phone and I hate it it's shit I don't like having a screen like right up to my face like that
1: I like it but I don't do it too much and like i it was really i
0: don't I don't understand I know that um, virtual reality is also very touchy to like the spacing of your face, so like if the spacing of your face is not ideally matched to the mask itself and everything like that, it'll appear either foggy or like we or it'll just look off.
1: There are some, um, the one that's made by Steam, that one is supposed to be like the apex of. Like anybody's uh... eyeballs. Yeah. It works on anybody, even on people who don't have depth perception. And then they will have it. Yeah. So apparently that one is supposed to be the one that really works. And then the HTC one is supposed to be the one that... Like, I was looking at videos of people trying to stick their head through the floor or <laughs> through the walls and stuff because in in the virtual reality, they opened up the window and they're like, oh, let me put my head through the window and they forget that they're not in the virtual world. They're in the real world. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to stick their head through the floors and stuff. <laughs> That's so, funny. So I guess it's like there's got to be some sort of hybrid king coming soon. <laughs>
0: yeah man if like if you so to the audience if you are at all interested in virtual reality you have to listen or read ready player one yeah it is like all of the excitement that you could think of for virtual reality it's like all in this book it's so
1: imagine the immersion that people are having with the system that they're explaining but whatever
0: I it it was all so vivid to me, I just was it was so good,
1: I know, but they're all like sitting there, well, that guy gets that whole full body apparatus, which was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, well, yeah,
0: I mean, it just it reminded me of how you know even even people now like some people get set up with like a full like wall of monitors and things like that, you know
1: here's the thing i if that came out i'd be like i cannot get it because i can't handle mmos yeah i can't handle them because they don't end Mm -hmm. i need games that end like i want games to last forever but i know that i need a game that ends otherwise i it's (laughs) the the wow factor i cannot play world of warcraft I know. I know that it's like not as good anymore or whatever. But I cannot play. If someone's like, "Oh, is this game so good?" I'm like, "Is it an MMO?" Yeah, no, I'm not playing it. No, I
0: can't. I can't. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I my brain is cannot handle it. It's too much. I've never been
0: really in, really that interested in MMOs. I don't know why. I don't know. Like, I feel like some people get sucked. Like, it never ends, and so they get sucked into it. And for me, it's like if it never ends. I'm like not as interested.
1: Um, I was really uh, into raiding, and that especially
0: like the social aspect of it. I'm like, no, I just want to be by myself. Thank you.
1: The raiding, so like being able to come back and be like check out my T sixes. <laughs> yes, like check me out. Look at me. Like going into uh, Denarim or Orzammar and being like, fuck off, losers.
0: <laughs> wow so you were like one of the cool kids in wow huh oh
1: yeah definitely i had serious dps i was an affliction warlock wow uh, people are like how can you have high dps with affliction warlock and i'm like check it out bitch i am... slammed
0: man <laughs> i am so impressed yeah. with you right now
1: my dots ticked for thousands good
0: <laughs> good job
1: <laughs> Only World of Warcraft nerds will understand what I just said.
0: <laughs> um. So, in other news, Google is bringing uh, Google's bringing this feature called Indie Corner to the Google Play Store that will promote games from smaller studios. And so, the idea is to bring more attention to games from independent studios. By having, like, a separate section inside the Play Store on Android. What? What? Which part did you miss? Uh. All of it? Yeah. (laughs) So there's going to be an Indie Corner feature in the Google Play Store. Okay. You know, like, where you download mobile games? Mm Mm-hmm. So it'll but but it'll just be for smaller studios, so no candy crush or anything like that. This will be like studios of like less than fifteen people.
1: Oh, okay,
0: yeah, so basically what they're trying to do is showcase like a wider variety of mobile games instead of it just always being like the same stuff. You know, it's like how it'll be like the same mobile games that come out over and over. And those are the ones that get seen all the time mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, it was, you know, it's another Candy Crush game. And look, it's number one and blah, 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 like stuff like that. So they want to kind of like mix it up a little bit.
1: Uh, what do do? Like, is it going to do they have any sort of quality aggregate or is that not said?
0: That's not mentioned, but I would assume that I would assume that if they're going to be putting things in the like I would assume it's going to be like a featured type corner, like as in like they'll look for things and it'll like they'll select them to put in the indie corner as opposed to just any game that comes out from a smaller studio will just automatically go there. You know, like it'll be a curation system.
1: Yeah. OK. Yeah, I hope so.
0: Which I think would be good as opposed to just being like, oh, like, did your, does your studio have less than 15 people? Then you automatically go over there. Because then it's just uh, garbage. (laughs) More garbage.
1: Xbox Live V2.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. You know what, though? That would be, you know, it wouldn't be as good for us, I guess, because we don't really cover a lot of mobile games or any at the I don't think we've covered any so far
1: uh I think we played mobile games that came to pc but that was like accidentally
0: yeah it's hard I mean, to cover
1: mobile games because you have to set up a, a stream to your computer It's just
0: like I want there to be another xbox live marketplace <laughs>
1: There is. There's the steam green light, and there's Desera. There's there's a few places where, where I know we, where to where get we garbage. Where we can where
0: we can go find the garbage.
1: Well, you have to get a certain level of garbage. Yeah. Because if it's complete garbage, you're like, eh. But when it's like a certain.
0: There's a certain kind of garbage, like boobs in the thumbnail find... garbage.
1: Yeah. If there's boobs in the thumbnail. <laughs>
0: like really poorly rendered though.
1: Yeah. weirdly rendered (laughs) weirdly
0: like they look like you know not like the my like the my life dolls but like the like the actual like blow up plastic sex dolls yeah it looks like that but in a video game in the thumbnail yeah that's what we look
1: for and it's a really it's really creepy yeah so you're like garbage
0: (laughs) you're just like what is this like do you remember those um what was it Island
1: Island Adventure.
0: Island Adventure, yes.
1: Island Adventure. Island Adventure. You see her standing in <laughs> the light. She is
0: surprised. Her eyes are bright. And just popping on every single P.
1: He was it was really it was disgusting. I could feel his stinky breath on my ears. It felt weird. <laughs> Did not We like
0: tried it. to we tried to play the first one. All the way through and we couldn't even do it. We did it for like 40 minutes and then we were just like, I give up.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, we're going to fully play this. Couldn't do it. The store page spelled beginning wrong. Beginning. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much he cared about yeah. his game.
0: Never fixed it. Yeah, pretty good.
1: What else is in the news?
0: Um. So you may have heard about this, but the Assassin's Creed movie... Have you heard about the pre-order bonuses? You can pre-order the movie. No, 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 no. Pre-order with like a ticket. So you get a ticket to the movie as, and then if you pay extra, you can get these bonus packages.
1: For Just in- show up. It's not going to be sold out. Okay,
0: no, no, no. For instance, no, this is so that you can get like bonus items. Just listen to this though, okay? So on the low end is like, If you pay $15, you get a ticket to the movie, a collectible watch, temporary tattoos, and a digital copy of the screenplay. On the high end, if you pay $1,200, you can get a replica of the crossbow used in the film.
1: What? (laughs) How much money? (laughs) Like (laughs) $1,200?
0: For an assassin what who's i don't... play who's playing izio uh is it fassbender i thought michael fassbender
1: uh i'm gonna check something real quick and i'm gonna then i'll point something out uh
0: i thought that he hold on i think it's uh michael fassbender no i don't know it doesn't have like the full listings on the imdb page so i don't know okay but yeah 1200 dollars will get you a crossbow that's and then who's i i haven't played any of the assassin's creed games but aguilar aguilar Ag- aguiar i don't know that's the guy that's played by Michael Fassbender. And you can get, like, you know, an Assassin-style hoodie, T-shirt, blah, blah, blah. The movie is coming out on December 21st, provided it doesn't get pushed back or anything.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Aguilar is Moorish. Okay. Which means he's Middle Eastern.
0: Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they haven't played. The Moors were
1: Muslims who lived around the Western Mediter- Mediterranean Sea that originated from African Berbers. Okay, Michael Fassbender, whatever you say.
0: Why would they do that? Well. They I... always
1: do that. With with Prince of Persia, they had Jake Gyllenhaal. I know. <laughs> like, it's just, just pointing it out. That's all we need to do. We just point it out. Okay, Michael huh. Fassbender. You know, like. I'll just say this. I, I know I was going to say... Okay. You know... Actors can say no to a role. They can say no. And I know, like... Oh, it's a video game movie. It's not that important. I'm like... You can he say also, no. Well,
0: does this matter? He also plays Kalem Lynch.
1: Well, that would probably be his... Uh,
0: his modern day descendant. Yeah. Yeah. So... Cool. And- I Aguilar is a Spanish surname.
1: No, but he's a he's descended from the Moors. Yeah, he's from the Spanish Brotherhood, but he is of the Moors. Yeah, so cool. Whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. I don't know
0: if they just have him like playing. I don't know. It doesn't. I, matter. I don't really. I don't know want how to talk th-
1: about it anymore because it's just gonna be like a bunch of people leaving comments saying stupid shit, and I don't want to talk about it, and if you want to say, Mario, you're so wrong, just message me, (sighs) because I think that's stupid.
0: Yeah. I, I don't understand, like, even if they wanted to... Yeah. I don't know exactly what their purpose was in doing that. I mean, they have him playing, aside from to just, like, have him play his own, um... Like... The guy that he descends from, his ancestor. They're having him play his own ancestor, you know, or whatever. Uh, but in in but you don't have to do that. I don't understand why.
1: Well, okay. In case somebody's gonna be like, Spanish people are white. Just in co- like, this well, is just from history, the Moors went to Spain and then became a part of spanish culture just in case you guys are wondering yeah but anyway well
0: but i mean this is all like set in i i don't know this is all set in a uh in a universe that i'm not familiar with so i'm just it's not set gonna... in our
1: universe technically no i'm of. saying
0: like i'm not familiar with the assassin's creed universe so i can't really comment on it
1: i've i played the first game and then I fell off a tower, and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and then I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and I was like, this is okay. It's just not my kind of thing. I know that other people really like it a lot. It's just not my kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, in terms of other media that is transferring to another one, so the Preacher series... Uh, for those of, th- some of you may know, Preacher is actually my favorite graphic novel series ever, and they're making a TV show of it on AMC. Which oh, is... so they
1: can, never mind.
0: Well, it was a T, te- it was a graphic novel series from the 90s, so.
1: I'm just still really bitter about what they did with The Walking Dead, like, pissed about it. Why? Because, remember, that director got all of his friends to do his pet project on AMC for him and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do The Walking Dead. I'm going to make it really good. Had the first season, and he was like, so proud of my project. Got all my friends to sign up for it and, like, merely made it good. And then AMC fired him from his own show that he created.
0: Oh, God.
1: And then they fired all the writers, which is why from season two onward, you're like, what's going on? Why is it suddenly, like, just okay? Oh, I mean... I thought you didn't even watch the show. I watched the first season and then I went into the second season and I was like something's different. Why is this suddenly like really weird? And then I looked it up and I was like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe they did that to somebody."
0: Oh, that's he a shame. literally
1: got all of his The reason why it had such a good cast is because this is a guy who directed a lot of really good movies and he was like passionate about making this series. So he got all of his friends to do this for him, being like, I know it's a zombie TV show, but can you please just do this? And he really brought it, and then they fired him from his own show just to save money.
0: Yeah. So I I was like, The show does get good after the second season. The second season, like, you know, they tried to do that thing that they sometimes do in zombie shows where they're like, oh, we're going to have them, like, pick a place and stay there. And we're going to, like, ignore the fact that there are zombies for a little while. They
1: did that to save money, not because there was any sort of story reason.
0: Yeah, well, it's like, you know, they, they do it under the guise of, like, quote-unquote character development.
1: Except none the if characters develop there. Yeah, except,
0: like, if it's not written very well, then everyone's just bored.
1: I just, I couldn't, I couldn't really respect the show anymore because I was like, wow, they, like, stole this from a guy who put his... Name on the line for it, and all of his friends on the line, which is why that one guy, the old guy, got killed because he wanted out of the show because he was like, "What?" Later,
0: that doesn't happen until a couple seasons later,
1: though. No, the old guy, he dies in season two. Which uh, which old guy? No, <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I- not- no, I only I only remember one. That was Herschel. Uh, he dies in season two, and. That's pretty like that's all I remember. Oh.
0: Maybe it was a different old guy.
1: No, not the old guy who was who was a veterinarian. He comes in in season 2. Yeah. The other old guy. Oh, I don't even remember that guy. Well, he was <laughs> a very good actor and he was in a lot of very good movies and he left the show because his friend got <laughs> And you should fired. know that, Stacy. <laughs> I think that a lot of people should know what horrible things happened and how much, like, they just stole that show because it was a moneymaker and he wanted to have, like, the show be good. And then they just were like, no, let's just have a bunch of product placement for axes. For axes? You don't remember all, like, the merchandise that they kept putting on the show, like, where he goes up to, the little kid goes up to the car and pulls out, like, this, like, axe kit And then, like, later you can see that you can buy that axe kit as official Walking Dead merchandise for your zombie survival thing.
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: I remember it clearly being like, is this real life? Is this real?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty, like, unless a product placement is, like, somebody, like, holding up, I feel like I've become just, like, completely numb to it. Somebody would have to, like, hold up a Coke and have it be, like... Mmm, I'm going to have some of this delicious Coke. Gulp,
1: gulp, gulp for me to like. Have you seen World War Z? Yes. And where Brad Pitt's like, just defeated the zombies. I need an ice cold Pepsi. Ah.
0: See, I don't remember that either. What? Yeah.
1: He literally just defeats the zombies, goes up to a Pepsi machine, and like grabs a Pepsi and drinks it. I'm like
0: impervious to advertising. Like if I don't want to see it, I just I completely ignore it.
1: it happens, anyway, like talk wh- about preacher. Okay,
0: so anyways, preacher and I'm a little I'm a little uh, you know, as you can imagine a little nervous to like be excited about it, mm-hmm. but I usually try to look at things like if it's if it's like something that you like and it's transferring to another media, like for instance, like a graphic novel that's transferring to a show, you have to go into it thinking like this is inspired by the thing that I like, but it's not going to be a recreation. Because I try to
1: think of it as fan fiction.
0: Yeah, it's like it's never going to be as good as the thing that you already love. It's like when they make, you know, Star Trek movies that are inspired by the TV show. It's never going to be the same. Like, just don't expect it to be the same. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for disappointment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if you loved the Assassin's Creed games, don't go into the movie thinking to yourself, it's going to be exactly like the game that I love. Because it's not. It can never be that. It's like a different medium. It's a different story.
1: You, you know, know, the Silent Hill films, I feel like, were really good, even though they did not follow the story of Silent Hill. And, but
0: they're also, they're different. It doesn't mean that they're bad, but you have to look at it like it's a separate thing, you know, and just enjoy it for what it is, which means that you might really enjoy the story. Maybe. Maybe. Like, if they made a Life is Strange movie, for instance.
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Okay. The nightmare that would be the Life is Strange movie? But think about it. You wouldn't She ends up with Warren. You wouldn't... (laughs) but oh my god the, it the, would be like the fandom would collapse no because the studio would be like no no she ends up with war and the nice guy like that's movie friendly and then, <laughs> oh my god and then, like it would just be so bad
0: <laughs> everybody would just can you imagine i think tumblr would like set itself on fire
1: tumblr would be so mad and not do anything about it You know, Mm -hmm. just say a bunch of mean shit and tell people they should kill themselves, but not actually do anything to change it.
0: Yeah. Just just go say a bunch of random shit and have no effect on anything. And then five minutes later, 14
1: year old who said, I like the Life is Strange movie. And then just tell them and then take all their hate out on that 14 year old. Because that's that's how you get things done.
0: And then two weeks later, be on to some other thing. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, well anyways, so Preacher is going to be premiering on May 22nd of this year. It stars Dominic Cooper as Jesse Custer. for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, it's uh, Jesse Custer is a preacher who basically has his soul like tied to like a demon angel creature and so he goes on a mission to find God. Also he's a friend that's a vampire who is like super awesome. Um, and Dominic Cooper, uh, you guys have, it's, like, really weird. I I was trying to look up to see if there were any, like, big things that he was in so that I could, like, explain to people what other stuff he's been in. He's actually in the Warcraft movie. Who? Dominic Cooper, the guy who plays Jesse Custer in Preacher, is also in the Warcraft movie.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I thought that was kind of like a funny tie-in. But he was he was the guy that starred in The Devil's Double, which was a movie about the guy that played Uday Hussein's, uh, Saddam Hussein's son's double, like body double, and like all the crazy stuff that he had to go through. Mm-hmm. And there was some questioning about like, was that story even real, you know? Because people were like, um, there's, like, no verification that this guy exists. But whether it was true or not, the movie was pretty good. It had, like, a pretty incredible story behind it.
1: What was the movie called?
0: The Devil's Double.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember I that? watched that, yeah. Yeah. I was, and it said it was a true story. I was like, oh, it's a true story. And then, I guess... You know, it's you just... pretty
0: its pretty crazy as a true story, but even if it's not a true story, it's something that you could picture happening and then them covering up and saying that it's not a true story.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't really... I don't think it's a good idea to say something's a true story when it isn't. Unless it's like Fargo when you're like, no, that's definitely not a true story.
0: Well, but what I'm saying is if they said it's a true story and then i mean like and then people were like oh well we can't find any verification of it so is it really a true story there's i mean like there's other instances of that happening you know
1: i don't i don't think it's a good idea if there's no verification for it happening i really don't think a movie maker would be the only person who knows about that yeah i mean and i don't think it's socially responsible to make a story like that and then say it's true because when when you do things like that then it gets thought of as fact and then other things I don't think it's very socially responsible
0: I honestly I don't know what the verification level was for it I'm Mm -hmm. just saying I could have pictured it being true and then there being a concerted effort to cover up the story that's what I'm saying
1: A lot of things in that movie, if they said were true and then were not verified, I can see that being a huge problem because a lot of things happening in that movie and then they said, oh, that really happened, and then I found out it didn't really happen. That would be a huge problem. I would think that would be a very big problem.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I generally go into, like, it's a true story viewing it as a fictional story. That's like... Based in reality, but that is not real because anytime you watch a movie that's like based on a true story, it's never all true. Never.
1: Well, they- yeah, they said the Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre was based on a true story, so <laughs> they always like sensationalize some of it. But did it say based on a true story or did it say a true story?
0: Okay, so this was I didn't actually like research this to talk about this on the podcast. This was literally just me saying, "Hey, Dominic Cooper was also in The Devil's Double, so if people are interested in that, they can go look at it."
1: Hmm.
0: So, do Like, do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it I was just literally would, I would just me like, saying
0: that he like- also acted in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like
1: because, like, if if you know, like. I just think for that particular topic to say, this is a true story and then it's not a true story and none of the things in the movie were a true story, I'd be like, that's a big lie. uh, That's a very bad lie to tell.
0: I don't think that's what it was. I think what it was was people... Do-do-do-do-do...
1: The film purportedly based on a true story. of yeah. Latif So, young guy. I don't. Uh, blah, blah. I
0: don't know because they they say that his story wasn't real.
1: I don't know. I don't really. Uh, well, uh, you guys can just Google it and
0: figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting if you've. I viewed it as a fictional story and I liked it because I don't usually look at things that are, even if people say it's it's not
1: about if that though, I just think it's not socially responsible to do something like that, especially on a topic like that.
0: Understandably so. But what I'm saying is, is that like for people that watch these things and expect a, any documentary or any movie that's based in, in fact, to give like the full story and to be completely one hundred percent accurate, they never are. So I just d- most under- people don't know
1: that. When you tell somebody it's a fact, like there's some sort of social responsibility to when you're I presenting know- somebody with like, hey, this is a true story or hey this is a documentary, like there is even if it's common that people lie, it doesn't make it okay. I'm me. not saying
0: it makes it okay. I'm saying that people should have like a critical eye for the truth when they watch things. That's yeah.
1: all.
0: Like, you know, it's like it's like when we say things on the podcast. Like if you're interested in it, you should, you know, go oh, do, yeah. go do research about it. It's like if we mention things like on our videos and stuff. Like we are not field experts in most of the things that we talk about. So if you're interested in it, then like, you know, go do some research and like, you know, have your own opinions about it. Yeah. Because, you know, rarely is, are you going to listen to something and be given like the full story with 100% fact. And that doesn't always mean that somebody's lying to you. It just means that it's not, it's not feasible for somebody to give you like a 100%, like 360 degree view of an issue that they're talking about.
1: Well, even especially for podcasts where most of the people are like, I researched it on the Internet, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to have that's like one of the things that you learn a lot about in college is having like kind of like a critical eye towards like media sources and being able to look at things on the Internet and say, like, can I find this in multiple places? Has this been verified? Like, do I believe that this is true? Things like that, you know?
1: I, all the time, I still see Kids Day being like, why can't I cite Wikipedia? I'm like, because it's Wikipedia. Yeah. Go to, if you want to source it, go to the source on Wikipedia, click it, and read that in full. Yeah. And then use that.
0: The original source.
1: Use the original source, not Wikipedia. Wikipedia can get by, like, I, like if so you need many like people a, will just Wikipedia something and be like, "Oh, I know about it." I'm like, "You don't know shit."
0: Yeah, if you need like Wikipedia is good for like quick facts or if you need something that is like pretty common knowledge and
1: you or if know, you just want a basic understanding of something. Yeah. But if you like you're doing a paper, I think it's a good idea to read the Wikipedia page and then click on the source from that Wikipedia page and read that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's always good because anybody can edit wikipedia and i know like it's like modded and stuff or moderated and stuff but you see all the time on wikipedia like joke edits
0: oh yeah definitely or you know you get somebody in there who disagrees with you know something that happened and you'll get edits that you know maybe have conflicting viewpoints of a situation
1: you Mm -hmm. know
0: humans aren't perfect like you know we can't
1: until our robot overlords take over yes you know we'll just
0: have to depend on faulty human reporting on wikipedia i for one will welcome our robot overlords
1: i can't wait
0: (laughs) uh do you want to get to a couple questions sure all right so first question what are your thoughts about the over-sexualization of women in comics? DC has claimed it to be women's, quote-unquote, liberated sexuality, but it's hard to take the uh-huh, reading seriously. Right.
1: I can't take it seriously because a man said it. Uh, what? DC? Yeah. All the execs at DC are men. Yeah. So, I know. like, I hate it. Okay. Yes, liberated sexuality is good. I just fucking hate it when companies and stuff take that and they're like oh but it's okay because it's liberated sexuality i'm like stop that well
0: so here's the thing liberated sexuality means the freedom to be sexual or to not be sexual it just means that you have the ability to do whatever you want and for some people that's you know staying a virgin until they're married for some people that's having sex with many different partners for some people that's dressing more provocatively and for other people it's you know wearing pajamas outside all the time being liberated doesn't mean what any one thing being liberated means you have the choice to do with your body what you want to so claiming that the sexualization of women in comics is liberated sexuality it that's not It's not accurate because if the women are all depicted in the same way, then they're all just the same thing. That's not necessarily liberated or not.
1: Every single one of your characters having their suit be molded to their tits is not liberated. If you want to do that, then you're going to have to add more characters, not take away, add more, where their definition of their own sexuality is different Mm -hmm. where their outfit is different. So don't take away the characters, add more or take some of the characters where it would make sense where they wouldn't have their tits molded and be like, maybe give them an outfit that would be a little bit more sensible. Mm -hmm. Because a, a lot of people will bring up like, Oh, they're supposed to be superhuman. And I'm like, right. Okay. So then the, the women are superhumanly sexual. They have huge tits and stuff and I was like, "Okay, then how come <laughs> I don't see an outline of a gigantic cock in Superman and Batman's and stuffs uh suits?" If yeah.
0: they're supposed
1: to be superhuman, super amazing, I want to see the outlines of penises. Yeah. And uh or you no know. answers
0: about that, huh? Never nope. got
1: <laughs> never got an answer
0: about that. Weird. I can't imagine why. <laughs>
1: So, what about that? And then, you know, there's the pictures of male characters drawn in the same type of outfits as female characters and stuff. And then, you know, how their bodies twist in in inorganic ways. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't fucking say that. Well, you can say it. You can say whatever you want. But, like, using that phrasing pisses me off because it guarantee you it's just uh, like they miss the mark so much like with the the Batwoman cover with the Joker with the gun to her head and she was crying mm-hmm. I didn't read all of that Bat- Batwoman's uh, saga but I read some of it and that was not within her character at all she would not cry if that was happening to her mm-hmm. she'd be like do it bitch <laughs> shoot Fuck me in the you. fucking head Like, that's what she would be like. She, like, she would be like, do it, Joker, do it, do it, do it. Like, that's what she would be like. Um, Also, she was, I think that version of Batwoman was also a lesbian.
0: Oh, if you guys want to see the pictures of all, like, the female, uh, the male comic book stars in the female poses, you can go to
1: thehawkeyeinitiative.com. But, yeah, sorry. I guess just, like, that for some reason, I just imagined a PR exec being like, just say it's women liberation. I'm like...
0: Right. No, nah, that's, like, some that's like some marketing bullshit where they're like, no, we'll say it's women women's liberated sexuality. All the feminists will love it.
1: I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I really don't have a problem. In fact, I enjoy really sexy female characters. I enjoy them. Me but too. When that's the only option... Yeah. That's when I know that this isn't for me. Like, not, not saying it's not for me. I'm like, this isn't intended for me. It isn't like, intended, you don't, yeah. you don't care about my money. You don't care about me get, getting my money. Like, you're yeah. just trying to appease me to get me to shut up instead of actually trying to get my money. Like, my money is worth just as much as anybody else's. Why don't you want it?
0: hmm
1: So. Anyway, what's the next question?
0: Uh, Yeah uh next question so somebody asked us to tell the story of the time and I know that we told this on an episode once but they asked us to tell the story of the time that I got quarantined oh yeah okay do you do you remember the well I don't remember I honestly have no idea when we told that story
1: it was during SOMA
0: oh yeah that would make sense yeah when you were talking about eating blood and everything yeah Um, so when Mari and I met in treatment for women with mental health issues, um, I we got We lived,
1: we,
0: yeah, it was like a residential facility. So we lived there with like, you know, 30 other women you or got, so.
1: There were like these lodges, but you were locked in with magnetic locks. It was like nice, but it also was kind of like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, I think that that was because, well.
1: No, we were magnetically locked in into a nice place that was kind of dirty but it was nice
0: well i mean but if you have people that are there recovering from some pretty serious things then
1: yeah i mean there was there were some people who kept trying to like escape but it wasn't shoot anyway we'll continue (laughs) um anyways uh this was i got the swine
0: flu And they were really nervous about it spreading to everybody else. And so they had to quarantine me in my own room with like none of my stuff. And I had to just be there by myself and couldn't like leave the room or talk to anybody.
1: I don't understand. Like you had been there for a while and I had no idea where you got swine flu from.
0: I don't know. I mean, it was I had like a really bad fever. I was like hallucinating at one point. Yeah, Um, you
1: couldn't eat with anybody else. You had to sit by yourself. Yeah. And then I drew lips on your mask.
0: I had one of those, like, one of those medical masks, you know, that they put over your face, like, just over your mouth, so that I couldn't, like, I don't know, breathe.
1: (laughs) They should have taken you to the hospital, I think. But.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly why they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they just
1: thought, like, oh, swine flu is just a really bad flu, but it, it wasn't.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I ended up mad. being fine, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know, though. You could have gotten really sick.
0: Yeah, but anyways, so that was when I was quarantined, and Mari and, like, my other friends there would just, like, sit on the other side of, like, the doorway <laughs> and talk to me because we couldn't, like, sit in the same area, so they had to, like, talk to me through the door.
1: Well, we also weren't allowed to go into each other's rooms.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I couldn't go out. I guess was my point. Yeah, like I couldn't like just go out into the hallway and talk to you. I had to just like sit on the other side of the door.
1: <laughs> Did you have any books or anything? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I don't remember
0: what I. I was just thinking about that. I must have had books or something. Maybe that was when I started reading all those erotica books.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I found them. Oh yeah, because they were in that weird book place. Yeah, with weird books things. Mm -hmm. that was Um, a weird time i don't they should have taken you to the hospital maybe they didn't want to get like in trouble or something like
0: i'm not sure i know that i when i was reading about the swine flu later i did read that that it was possible to have false positives for it
1: i'm pretty sure you had swine flu because you were dying i know i was dying
0: (laughs) i was really really sick I remember them, like, taking, um, taking blood to do labs and everything, and me just being, just, like, just laying there, not able to do anything or get out of bed.
1: Whoever was the blood lady there was amazing, because, like, she would come and take her blood when we were sleeping, and I could barely feel it. And you wouldn't even know! I yeah. know, you could still be asleep, because usually when you get your blood taken, you're like, oh, fuck, that hurts! Yeah. You know, you're like, ugh, and I freak out about needles a lot. When mm-hmm. she would come, I'd be like, ugh, and she's like, I'm done, I'm like, You did it? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I love how they just
0: like, it's like they wouldn't even make you get out of bed because they, so they, for those in the audience, they would have to take your blood to like run tests on it because like when they're giving you like medications for like mental health issues, a lot of times they want to check your blood levels to make sure that you're healthy, to make sure that you're getting the like the levels of things that you need.
1: There was also, they had to check your, your other levels too for like well, nutrition and stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean because a lot of times when when people like are having like a hard time taking care of themselves when they have to basically make sure that they're giving you enough food and like getting your levels of nutrients back up. Yeah. Because sometimes people weren't able to t- take care of themselves very well. Yeah. So they would just make sure, you know, your electrolytes are balanced and, you know, a bu- you know, a whole score of other things. Um, which I, you know, it really doesn't bother me to get my blood drawn anymore because I feel like I've had it done so many times. It
1: still bothers me. I can't handle it. Yeah. (laughs) Except Um, for that one lady, whoever she was, she's an angel. She's an angel. (laughs) She was the best blood taker I've ever experienced.
0: I do remember, I remember them having to like wake me up at like five o'clock in the morning to like go get my like weight and everything done. Because they would want to, like, wake you up basically before... You can
1: have anything to drink.
0: Yeah, before you have anything to drink or before the day starts. And they'd take your weight and then, like, basically send you back to bed.
1: Well, that's because people would cheat. Yeah. They're like, gotta wake them up before they even know.
0: Gotta wake them up before they know what's going on. And then you'd have to, like, stumble down the hallway half asleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, another question was... I'm having really intense second thoughts about going to college. I want to pursue an art-related profession, but I fucking hate school. Um, And then it goes on for a while about, so this person has good grades. They have like a 3.7, but they've had that for, and they've had that for three years. They have another year to decide if they want to go to college, and I'm stuck on whether I want to go or not because I know that hating it will make it that much harder, and I don't want to waste my time or money.
1: That's a hard question.
0: Yeah, so I have a couple thoughts on this. Um, one, I don't think that taking a year off is necessarily a bad idea. I know that when I wish that I had been, so, okay, so for me, I started going to college right after I was in high school. So I went to college for two years and then I ended up having to drop out because I was having like really bad issues with my mental health, had to like go home and then like ended up working for a while, like a whole bunch of like really complicated life things happened. And then like eight years later, you know, a year ago now, I started going back to school because I wanted to finish my degree. And part of the reason that I really wanted to finish my degree was one, because I felt, I always just felt like I had left something unfinished by not finishing the degree. Um, and I wanted to, and it made me like, it makes me like feel proud of myself that I know I'm going to finish it now. Um, another thing was also that it, depending on the profession that you want to go into, um Having a degree, it can, it can help open the door for you to other jobs that you might not otherwise have the opportunity to pursue if you don't have a degree. And I know that a lot of people, for a long time, I thought that that was just like having the piece of paper, being able to say like, I have a degree and then people would take you seriously. But I, it's, what I'm realizing is it's more about like, did you have the resolve to finish something for four years That you didn't have to do that you weren't like required to do but you did it anyway Um, also college depending on the school that you go to like it teaches you things about the world that while you may not necessarily use them at work you use them in life like learning how to you know structure your time when nobody is holding you accountable and learning how to deal with people that aren't like you and things like that, um, that I feel like high school doesn't really teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, <clears throat> I do understand that for not, like not everybody has the time or money to be able to go to college. So if, If you have the opportunity to go, I would recommend it. But if you don't, I also wouldn't feel like you're somehow doomed because you don't get to go. Like they have things now like Coursera or Udacity, which can teach you a lot of the same skills that you might learn in college. You won't have a degree that you'll be able to show to an employer, but you'll be able to learn like the same types of things and – You know, when you put yourself through courses on your own like that, that shows uh, an employer and yourself that you are disciplined and that you can, like, learn things when somebody isn't forcing you to do it. You know?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But I know that you had kind of like a similar experience with school. What do you think?
1: I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is because it's like, Whatever I say, people are going to take seriously and then they're going to, like, base their decision off what I say. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't well, know what the right answer is.
0: The situ- I feel like, with, especially with college, the situation is it's different for everybody. Like, you got to know yourself. So if you feel like you want to take a year off between high school and college, go for it. If that's, like, going to make you more determined, like, if that's going to give your brain the rest it needs so that you can go back then do it you know
1: and you also have to ask yourself why do you hate school because high school is very different than college so different than college college uh, people are different in college yeah uh everybody is just very very different in college
0: and you get to choose your own
1: classes you choose your own classes you choose your friends there's like billions of people you can choose your friends yeah. Um people it, don't care about the same type of shit
0: in college because everybody is more focused on themselves and their own friends than like what everybody else is doing, you know? Yeah. Like all of those like high school cliques that are so shitty or might be so shitty to you like in high school, like pff, gone, you know?
1: And anyone's never still have acts to feel like those people again. I mean, that's their problem, not yours. Big time. So, I mean, just, like, college, is, it's just so much different than high school. So, you have to ask yourself, what is it that I don't like about school? And if it's has to do, like, just, if you want to take a year off, decide what you want to do. Make sure that year is productive, you know? Don't mm-hmm. just, like, fuck around. Maybe travel or yeah. learn a new skill. Something. Or even
0: like or even just have, you know, like a job for a year, earn some money, like especially if you're still living with your parents, then you can save up some money
1: to pay for college, to pay for
0: college. Um, That's always good. I know speaking from experience, like things that employers look for is they look for you to use your time productively and to like learn things. So even if you take like a year between college and high school to just, you know, do something with that time, you know, it's, you know, um, so what's the next question? Uh, next question, um, I wanted to ask you for some advice on psychologists. I started to go to one a couple weeks ago, and I'm always Why you, very— Why'd
1: you pick all the heavy questions, Stacey?
0: Sorry. You're like,
1: ugh. Oh, just just pick—nothing This is—these
0: are the types of questions I get all the time. I don't get, like, fluffy— I get fluffy... those
1: questions, too, and I just—I stopped answering because I'm not an expert.
0: Okay. Well, this—I don't think this is a very hard question. I started to go to one a couple weeks ago and I'm always very uncomfortable. She asks me to talk but never asks me anything. And when I, there's always like this awkward silence. Is this normal? I don't want to be overreacting if it's something normal. It's normal. Yeah, it is. So, especially when you first meet a psychologist, like there's always that, I don't know, period of time where it's like you're tr- kind of getting to know each other. They also want to kind of like let you talk. You know,
1: if you want, if you if you want to start talking, one thing you can do is just like write down throughout the week things that bothered you. Bring it with you. You don't have to say anything in the moment. You can just decide if you want to talk about those things. But mm-hmm. it's a good thing to start off with. But you don't have to.
0: Yeah,
1: it's normal to be like, no, I'm not saying shit.
0: Yeah. And. And you know, it, psychiatrists aren't like you're not it's not like a marriage. You're not like locked into one.
1: Yeah, you can You
0: can like... pick another one. Like if you really don't like the one that you have. Um but I find that sometimes with like mental health professionals unless unless like you're uncomfortable for a reason like that's like really bad. Like if you're just uncomfortable because you know, you have to look at it and say like, is this something that they're doing or am I uncomfortable talking about myself? You know, like sometimes they actually, sometimes they'll actually do shitty things and that's when you should like switch psychiatrists. But if it's, if it has more to do with the fact that you don't know what to say to them, then just, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta work on it, you know? Mhm. Um... If either of you could make a game, what would it be? The basic plot, setting, game mechanic, etc., without worrying about budget and other stuff?
1: Uh, I'm already making a game, but I don't want to say anything about it to anybody until we're at least halfway through.
0: Well, if you could make literally anything that was like any budget, what would you do?
1: Um,. Hmm. I would basically make a fantasy fantasy fulfillment for any demographic that like isn't catered to. It would be the most pandering game. I was just gonna say you're pandering. No, it would be. It would be. It would be basically like panderer. Pandering sim the game. It would have basically everything. All the smaller demographics want. Everything. mm Hmm. It would be the extreme wish fulfillment. Like, you know?
0: I view that as if like... If I an... had
1: unlimited money, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll do whatever I want.
0: I think, I feel like that's an element of a game.
1: No, it'll be the whole game. Because people are like, well, how come it's not a stronger part of the storyline? I'm like, it'll be the whole storyline. It'll be the okay. entirety of the storyline.
0: So what would you, what would you play then? What's like the thing that you do or is it just like you play a fantasy?
1: Um, The storyline like, would the be story? something like, I don't know, you're saving the world or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, everyone's an X-Men. It's everyone's- like everyone has their own power. It's like X-Men, but it's different. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you're fighting It's like some X-Men, oppressor. but it's not
0: because X-Men's TM. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everyone has their own special powers, and you can pick any power you want, and each of those powers has a huge, like, its own storyline, and you can make your character anything you want. Anything, anything, anything. Like, whatever you're thinking, yeah. Except for being, like, gross pedophile or something. Anything but that. You can do anything. Mm-hmm. You can be a furry. You can be gay. You can be trans. You can be another kin, you can be all those things, literally anything and if you're another kin, you can be that you can be the dragon you can actually be it yeah yes. you can be the dra- you can be a human who turns into a dragon or whatever mm-hmm. like literally like if my I had unlimited budget, that's what it would be and uh everybody has their own special x men powers <laughs>
0: okay, mine would be okay mine would be. A virtual reality experience where you can play Star Trek: The Next Generation as your own character. You're like, you're like a character that like also would hang out on the bridge and everything, but you you are part of the. Oh Enterprise wait a second! I would just make
1: Ready Player One, the Oasis. Yeah. I see. I always felt like
0: Ready Player One, like for some reason, well. What? Okay.
1: Just explain the Oasis. That's all you need. You don't have to. Yeah. The Oasis is basically you can do anything you want and there's billions and billions of planets and each of those planets is dedicated to like one sort of fandom. So like Mm -hmm. an entire planet would be Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And there's like entire quadrants that could be Star Trek if they wanted it to be. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would have it be Star Trek The Next Generation and you could like play through it. And, like, but, like, play through the episodes, but you could still have an, like, an impact on the episode.
1: So you, like, run up onto the bridge and you're like, Picard, Captain Picard. And people would still actually
0: talk to you and interact with you and, like, you could kind of drive each. you have sex with them. I don't see why not. All right like you could still like drive the 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 plot of each episode but like you would be playing through each episode as if it was as if it was its own separate
1: game. So every episode ever. Yeah. And like there's a new one every week. <laughs> Something like that.
0: And I'm sure that, and I'm sure that like while the actual episodes weren't happening, you could just go in there and it would be like Almost like a like an MMO. Like you could go in there and like other crew members would be like, you know, like you would play through the episodes on your own version of the bridge. But like each crew member that you met in there would be another real person who would be playing out their episodes on their own version of the bridge. So you could like meet in the cantina and like hang out with Guinan and she could like serve you drinks and you'd be talking to people that you, re- that you were, you're like... You know, it could be like you and me sitting across the table from each other and being like, oh my god, guess what Captain Picard did in my episode. That type of thing.
1: <laughs> so basically, you just want to be in Star Trek.
0: I just want it
1: to be real. <laughs> That's what the Oasis could be, dude.
0: Yep. So.
1: Have you finished Ready Player One?
0: Yeah, I finished that a while ago.
1: Ah. Yeah. The what he explained, I'd be like, fuck the world. You know? <laughs> I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> Going um, to the Oasis. So Jordan wants to know, what game has had the most impact on you?
1: Uh, probably the Mass-, Mass Effect series, simply because I was like so obsessed with it for so long.
0: No way. Yeah. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. It would probably be it would probably be Mario 64.
1: I didn't like that game when I was a kid. Something about it, I just like didn't give a shit about it.
0: I loved it. This is yeah, this was for the N64, and I just was like I was, my brother and I were obsessed with it. And I just remember going to play it all the time. Yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to like look at the games that come out now because obviously the games that we play now have like way more of a story element to it. But I think that when I look at the nostalgia that was wrapped up in that game, that was really just wrapped up in like the whole N sixty four console for me, mm-hmm. that was just incredible. It's hard to feel that way about game like that same way about games now because it's like I don't I don't game that way with people anymore. Mhm. You know? So uh, any more questions? I
1: got to pee. All right, we can end here if you want. Is there any more important questions? No. Oh, okay. That's uh podcast 7 of the re 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 re, 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 re reboot Um, reboot
0: reboot reboot so i'm stacy you can find me at geek remix a lot on twitter and tumblr
1: and i'm Mari. you can find me at geek remix on twitter and tumblr and instagram whoever has stacy's instagram can you message her and let her know that she can have it
0: yeah because somebody took my name on instagram
1: (laughs) so whoever it is can stacy have it back please
0: and, I, and I'm pretty sure they're a fan because I remember at one point they, they told me that they were taking it. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how to get in touch with them.
1: All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.